once said, I think it is possible for ordinary people to choose to be extraordinary. Hello everyone and welcome to Nerdy Optometrist. This is your host, Ukti Vora. Our guest for today is someone who might appear to be an ordinary optometrist, but his path is definitely extraordinary. He is the founder and director of Binox, a vision therapy software. He obtained his optometric and research training at LV Prasad Eye Institute, Chitkara University and West Bengal University of Technology in India. His expertise lie in binocular vision, vision therapy and visual optics. Besides his clinical practice in optometry, he has a unique blend of business management training in healthcare services. He has a vast teaching experience in the field of optometry and is attached to various institutions. As of now, along with his specialty clinical work, he has engaged himself in innovation and research on management of binocular vision disorder. He is one of the pioneers in dioptic vision therapy for emblapia and anti-suppression. It's a pleasure to have Optom Oliula Abdul to be part of this podcast. A warm welcome, Oli. I'm so happy to have you on as a guest to our podcast. Thank you, Ukti, for that wonderful introduction. I think it's a lot than what I supposed to be. Well, you have chosen an extraordinary path. It's a pleasure to have you. It's uh, thank to you having me here, and I'm grateful that what you are doing is it, it is also extraordinary and doing wonderful things to connect optometrist uh, to the world thank you so much for your kind words well let's begin with my first and my favorite question is to know how did you bump into this career of optometry was this your first choice or something which is a beautiful accident oh it's a very interesting uh, story behind it uh, so it was a primary choice to be entered into this career so as a child I had a refractive error and uh, in my total uh, village, I think uh, nearby. So I belong to a small village of Bengal Mm -hmm. and then eye doctors are supposed to be uh, designated for optometrist over there. Mm -hmm. So you don't see uh, MS ophthal or DNB ophthal at that vicinity. Mm -hmm. So it is the optometrist who take care everything, almost everything. Interesting. Having said that, during that phase, when I first met an eye doctor, and which is an optometrist, so he diagnosed me with this refractive error and prescribed my proper spectacle prescription at the age of 11, when I just like uh, in my middle of schooling, primary schooling. It was wonderful experience for me to see a better world through my new glasses. And that's the point of time I saw the respect that the doctor or the optometrist, so-called doctor over there, uh, the appreciation and the respect uh, they get for this profession. Mm-hmm. And then probably that was the time then I failed that, oh, this is one of the best profession that one can opt for. And immediately after my 12th science, uh, I entered to this profession, even trying for a medical admission. That's an incredible story. I feel 
everyone do have a very interesting story on how they bump into this career of optometry but yours is very unique i have to say that usually it is the last choice but for you at the age of 11 when you realize this is the path or the career you want to explore i think this is fascinating so thank you so much for sharing that story it's pleasure no it is really um, at this point of time i feel it is so interesting that point of time i felt it is that one of the profession that people get so much of respect and uh, term to be a doctor but this all learning happened to be now when we feel that we are optometrists mm-hmm. but still i am so proud to be optometrist and not even uh, mention as a doctor right i think for the listeners who are not very much aware of the optometry profession back in india is we are not recognized as doctors it is still not a regulated profession back there so even though we do have a lot of exposure and expertise the term doctor which is used in many developed countries where optometry is regulated like united states or uk do not apply back in india but i was so happy to see how we optometrists have started using the term optom to recognize and give that recognition to the career and the profession uh just just a heads up for those who are wondering why are we calling ourselves optometrists and not doctors <laughs> very true as i mentioned we are still proud to be an optometrist absolutely absolutely now uh, taking a deep dive into your journey i do know you have a vast experience in clinical and now into entrepreneurship as well so before we start talking about binoc i want to know a little bit about how was your initial journey from optometry school to where you are right now so journey is quite uh, long so far as in even though it's very early stage of my career but quite long so i started my optometry uh, college in kolkata mm-hmm. one of the uh, institute under west bengal university of technology so coming from a humble bengali background mm-hmm. family it was very challenging for me to be part of first time in completely english dominated lecture so i was wondering in my first year that uh, what i am supposed to do when i am not able to understand my uh, lectures into the class so it was quite upsetting for me for the especially the first semester mm-hmm. fortunately i got couple of mm-hmm. seniors just uh, immediate seniors in my uh, curriculum and they helped me lot to get into understanding the scope of the topic that i was being taught into the class so translating from english to bengali and trying to make me understand w- what it is and over a period of time with guidance from them and so much effort that they spent on me then probably i started learning english as well as hindi so even though i, I was not aware of uh, so much of hindi uh, language that point of time and then slowly by the end of my second semester i think i started excelling in my class and being the topper since then i i never looked back so it is only that first semester which gave me lot of uh, depression but 
having said that whenever there is a failure you have scope to improvise to learn more and that was the full first and foremost learning that happened in my life then never give up even though if you are not uh, expert in something you there's always a learning curve yes very true and then since then once i started my clinical internship then fellowship in optometry so every stage i learned many thing uh, in clinical practice and apart from that i had always interest in managerial skills and then that was the time when I enrolled myself for mba in healthcare sciences and so far the journey of or blended journey into optometry education clinical practice and the managerial skills i am into and that's the beginning of whole uh, career in my uh, optometry practice wow i think first of all kudos to you i can uh, i can totally understand based on what i've heard from people that this language when you are actually starting to learn something new learning optometry itself is a challenge but coming from a different uh, lingual background trying to first understand the language overcoming that fear of how to communicate and learn at the same time could be really uh, terrifying but kudos to you and uh, you shout out to all your seniors who helped you because without that i think we would we might have not been able to see the best and the extraordinary side of uh, you so uh, thank you for that inspirational uh, journey that you shared and what you mentioned is the beginning i feel could be a career for any other people <laughs> so from optometry to going to managerial and also following your clinical uh, practice i think that is that is incredible yes so absolutely i owe this uh, kind of success to those people who helped me lot to like break the barrier in the initial stage uh, to just mention it out the english literature with or even the starting of our english language started only in fifth standard so you can understand the gap uh, that happens in uh, a background where there is english is probably not into the culture and how to overcome a stage right. of graduation where you need to be everything in english so it was challenging it was overcome by the help of the people who tremendously put their effort to make me understand what it is and now you're talking to international people every single day so we will talk about it a little later uh talking about your entrepreneurial path or you know starting a uh, binox or or business you did mention that you always had an interest but when did you decide to go to that path because even before starting that you were you were successfully working as a clinical optometrist in a practice so when did you decide that hey i want to pursue this path so again uh, people has or have their dream uh, with certain goals having said that even though if you have a dream to pursue it is always you need a mentor or a guide or who can actually support your thoughts or actually recognizes your effort or work and i am very fortunate to have in my life a, a mentor or a guide in the name of dr nankanis and they are the people who understood me and 
actually felt that or left me with lot of confidence that yes i can do and then with their inspiration in the year of 2015 or so we started this uh, innovation or into a complete different platform where we can bring many and many clinical practitioner in the field of binocular vision and vision therapy that is amazing i i completely uh, feel mentors do definitely play a huge huge role and i i couldn't agree more even for my journey i do have and i've been blessed with mentors who have supported me at each point and guided you to actually aspire and dream bigger and uh, give you the confidence that you can definitely achieve it so i can totally totally resonate that part with you now what what is the most uh, enjoyable part of being an entrepreneur or well, there are many actually uh, not there is no single point that uh, mm-hmm. i wish to point out there are many enjoyable uh, field in, in the field of entrepreneurship so first and foremost you need to love the challenges that comes across your path and as i told you since beginning i love challenges right this was the most challenging or in fact the most enjoyable part from my entrepreneurship where i keep on meeting new challenges and try to fulfill them overcome them by the best way possible awesome and now tell me something i do know that lot of optometrists or optometrist in general in school we are mainly trained to be a clinician or a clinical optometrist with a little glimpse of you know how the industry works the current curriculum is mainly focused on clinical expertise how did you use all those when starting your own startup career what how did you utilize that piece into your uh, entrepreneurship or startup career first and foremost the clinical practice or the expertise that you have is very crucial so whenever you used to get into anything you need to be very confident what actually you are doing so given an example or specifically in my case i was very confident about my clinical set of work that i used to do and what way it can make little mm-hmm. different for the people that are underserved especially in the range of adult amblyopia in my case so what mm-hmm. motivate uh, people like me is like when there is a treatment protocol which is not yielding a complete resolution to a certain condition then you are looking at something different or a new approach how you can manage them and that clinical subset of expertise comes into play for a better innovation so until you have that clinical right. experience i feel that you may not get into a complete innovation space absolutely now talking about innovation or a startup i'm i'm sure many many optometrists or many individuals do have various ideas right but making that idea to reality could be a huge challenge how were you able to uh, make this a reality how were you able to you know narrow it down that this is how i want to start about it and then you know grow grow that start it's uh, 
usually uh, it happens with the help of mentors as i mentioned specifically in this case mm -hmm. what uh, happened is so there are close people in the uh, in our field itself that probably suffering from the similar kind of condition but what happened to be mm -hmm. there are people who are facing this amblyopia in their adulthood and got to know only in their later stage of life and they are very close now when you try to work for right. them is actually you try to find out there should be some resolution with that kind of problem and then you start working something differently mm -hmm. try to find out what best that can be done with the past experience from people that they are doing or working on that particular field now i try to mm -hmm. accumulate all those practices or previous practice pattern then we found out yes something can be done even for people like adult amblyops so i, I clearly remember right. there was a workshop from uh, or there was a workshop by conducted by dr robert sanet in bangalore and i was one of them who mm -hmm. attended the program and that also gave me a lot of confidence yes something can be done and then we started with manual vision training program and saw very good success and probably that mm -hmm. bring the confidence of my mentor to a higher level and like completely go ahead to start something so that we can explore beyond this manual vision training and how we can expand it to the general population and that was the time i think from a manual vision training to a software based which was a time that people to get access to the manual vision training was very difficult it is not only costly it is about how to use them and how to get them in india is the major challenge so we worked upon right to break the barrier that how we can make it available to everyone and how simplified that can be done so that people can get access to it and probably that was at the right time where we got into developing the program which is software based and over a long period of time probably a two years time we got in actually got into the software from a different kind of proof of concept that is so that is so uh, amazing to learn about this journey that an idea which you researched and you know led you to something that was so innovative with a core uh, core belief of helping people uh, who are actually suffering so it's basically the idea was around you you just had a knack of figuring out how can you help them so that is so amazing now i have this question by nox what did what does that name represent and how did you come up with that name so binox is nothing but uh, represents binocular vision so if you have heard of binoculars earlier known as binox but the spelling is a little different mm -hmm. so binoculars again it meant for a far uh, which you can see even for a very far distance our vision right. is like beyond the reach we wish to reach something which is 
not to the boundaries. So we are very optimistic to reach our vision beyond that barrier or the barricade where you can see. At the same time, keeping in mind that binuclear vision is the utmost importance in the human life. It's not only the monocular acuity. Absolutely. I, I really love the the idea behind that name. That, as you rightly mentioned, binox for binocular is a different spelling, but the way you uh, have explained it, I think that's that's fantastic of how you want to you know break the barriers and look beyond now talking about binox itself it is a software-based application for binocular or vision therapy i as you mentioned it took you two years to even you know have something uh which is available for people you actually are working with engineers and uh doctors how has that experience been for you working with people from different expertise. It is wonderful journey. So when you have expertise from different fields, then you get to know many more things. You get to know each other and each other's subspecialties, as in the doctor gives their inputs, the pediatric doctors give their inputs, and then comes to engineer, they talks about different, uh, like from idea, how that can be materialized into a, computer program so it is actually a fun and where you learn many things and so far i have wonderful colleagues who knows exactly from a clinical thought process how that can be translated into a software program and i love that uh, kind of interaction and day day today or like day and day out i'm learning even many things from their perspective how things actually or how technology like uh, augmented reality or virtual reality or artificial in- intelligence can bring change into our existing program. Uh, amazing. And I'm sure there's so much to learn when people from different expertise come together and, you know, make something so innovative. Now, talking about your Very true. talking about your innovation, Binox recently won an award. Uh, let's talk about that. Can you share a little bit about your success story? Thank you. I think very recently uh, there was a competition organized by ASCRS and which is one of the topmost innovation competition in the world. It is called the Winning Pitch Challenge. And last year, me and my mentor, we, tr- we tried to enroll for that program. And fortunately, we went through. And for that, rounds and rounds of modification or challenges where you need to like give your core aspect to make them understand what it is and how you can make a difference to people's life with this program and how it can break the traditional barrier of managing a different uh, component of or different uh, topic that doctors are already following so those out of the box thinking how it can make a difference for the world population was the thought process for this winning the fish and we stood second into it and we are proud of it because it was so good 
because the competitors are at that mark where everybody had their excellent ideas how they can make a little different what the existing methodology of or the treatment or the management protocol are being accepted in the field of ophthalmology or optometry that is so uh, that's definitely one of a huge achievement congratulations and kudos to the entire team for the hard work that you did put up for uh, two years uh, which led to this and talking about you know all the happy things i'm sure it wasn't that easy you did definitely had a rough or a tough road path to achieve this i do know you do mention that you love challenges but if you had to pick the difficult moments what would that be so out of many challenges nothing can be greater than the present situation of covid era right. where you are stuck to your the level where you are limited to get more and more people involved into it in terms of the clinical practice and not even that enrolling patient becomes challenging now as i mentioned as each challenge has their own merit and demerit right so this covid era we took as a challenge and the merit part of it is now that we can actually enroll or evaluate patient remotely by help of tele vision therapy program where we remotely assess their visual function and even execute the vision training program with help of television therapy so this is a boon in a disguise of covid 19 that is fantastic i feel this has been this covid definitely has shown a lot of bright light or given that extra edge uh for using technology for healthcare in general and i think every healthcare uh, field is experiencing the the perks of how to utilize technology to help the patients uh, so thank you for being part of this revolution and the moment and i'm sure there are just newer and newer technologies coming in eye care and healthcare in general yes absolutely so there is no second thought about it that each and every day the technology is changing and inspiring our life to make it better i do hear you are an extremely optimistic person but i am pretty sure in difficult moments you do you also do have your dull or difficult uh, time how do you stay focused and keep moving forward when you know trying to build something from scratch which probably didn't exist uh, before you started it many factors that influence your concentration how you can be completely dedicated to the work i think the first foremost is the family who gives you enormous support to be dedicated in whatever you are thinking and how to materialize it it's like work of day night together where you spend time and try to look at how you can materialize your concept to a reality so you need lot more dedication from your perspective and the same time that is only possible when right. your family supports you so i'm very thankful to my family especially my better half so who gives me enough scope to be dedicated into my work and the second which is you can't deny the help of mentors 
so they are the right people who guide you through to strive your dream or to reach the success of any concept or any task so these are the two very crucial factor i think you or someone can remain focused to their particular work now talking about you know entrepreneurship or trying to achieve something new i'm sure uh, we are all trained or tuned to be an optometrist but when you decided to choose this path of startup and building something according to you uh, what are the important characteristics or skills uh, which is very important to be a startup or an entrepreneur so when you start building upon some program or some business aspect one need to have a clear idea what it is once the idea is there you need to find out the scope of that idea how much impact that can create into the society i think that gives lot value to your project so if your program right. or the business aspect can bring change or a positive impact into the society i think that's going to be a success model having said that when you look at that parameter then you need to have a business plan with you a proper financer to you but the later one or the last one is very much possible only when you have a concrete idea and you are confident what you are doing is going to make a positive impact and a business plan right absolutely i think i really want to point out one another uh, very important aspect is uh, when anyone is doing this research as you mentioned initially we need to have an unbiased uh, research or an idea when you're looking into how useful the project or the idea would be many times i do feel people fail uh, because just to make it happen you might just think that this is the best way to go and it is actually helpful you need to go with a neutral mind and explore the good and the bad before you come up with the plan very true and that can be extremely well executed if someone of your own you are trying to do or making a change for that or their particular life so in this case of changing uh, someone which is very close from amblyopic to a better visual function is nothing like that that you can materialize into a good success so right. i feel when you try somebody close to you or on your own and that has the maximum unbiased thought process right so someone who can actually point out and be very honest in their opinion <laughs> i think that's that's very very important very true wonderful so we did talk a lot about entrepreneurship and your success stories now i want to uh, talk a little bit about the fun side of you so we're going to now enter to my fun segment which i like to call the rapid fire uh, i can assure you there's going to be a lot of fun if you're ready let's let's dive into the fun segment of it let's see how much fun i can bring on to uh, you and the audience i'm not sure though let's try all right uh, let's begin my first question if you were not an optometrist 
what other career or profession you think you would be in very difficult as i told you that it was very early stage of my life that when i thought of uh, being an optometrist so i wonder what could be little different and uh, probably a role of an administrator i think that could have been uh, a second one interesting now i do know we are in lockdown and we are not able to travel but which is your favorite travel destination that you have been or you would wish to go so usually higher altitudes is the place i like and uh, any particular destination or place that you would like to share not really any higher altitudes i like that's amazing i hope you are able to travel soon but with safety yes <laughs> now uh talking about food i love this so which is your favorite cuisine any bengali recipe and a fun point to bring out i i also explore cooking very often so i i'm one of the guy who try different kind of recipes to prepare myself and this habit is since my 10th standard so where i used to stay with my friend in uh, a room for my education Uh, like traveling and all those things. and mm-hmm. i love cooking and lot of dishes that i keep exploring maybe chef could be another career or a profession option for you rather than administrator you're already doing all that maybe i would i would take chef to be another <laughs> professional option for you then probably i i should enroll myself in one of the competition then <laughs> definitely we'll be looking forward and we'll be definitely cheering for you uh now rank in the order of your preference what do you love to do the most uh, clinical practice teaching or uh, you know working in your uh, startup building something from scratch which uh, rank in the order of your preference great to order my preference it's always i love teaching at the same time the mm-hmm. clinical practice helps me to teach one and the entrepreneurship is a bonus to it oh that that's a very nice way to put it together even though you you did rank it but it was a nice way how you wrapped up the reason behind it so i love that answer now if we were to write an autobiography about uh, your journey what would you like the book to be titled as binox man ah nice binox man love it what is your idea of uh, time off do you like to just watch series like netflix and chill or travel what is your idea of uh, vacation vacation in terms of my favorite time that i uh, do lot of uh, utilization in terms of knowing the current affairs so i'm actually uh, what do you say heavy reader about the news and current affairs so wherever i go it's actually wow i keep on reading news articles or innovations or research articles that comes into my uh, mailbox so i i have subscription almost each and every uh, current affairs journals wow that that's uh... amazing and very serious but i i like i like i liked it <laughs> yeah something different yeah very different very different but but i think that's what keeps you going right i feel that's where your entrepreneur uh, skills and that uh, spark comes out probably so now if there was one thing that you could change in the optometry curriculum 
or add something in an optometry curriculum what would that be so in in the graduation level what uh, the basic uh, level or the most common level in our country in india our optometry curriculum is more focused on the theoretical aspect which for me also throughout my 3 years more and more of theoretical knowledge that you used to get in my college but for the scope of clinical training and taking that challenges or thinking something outside the box i think there should be a right kind of program incorporated even in undergrad level to get more and more innovation and more and more ideas in the field of optometry absolutely uh so a last question for this rapid fire is what is one message you would like to give to younger self right uh so it's going to be be passionate whatever you are doing and what you try to do keep confidence yourself so that you bring it the maximum out of you well i think i think the younger early was already doing that but yeah i think uh, your message could actually bring in more and more innovation in him i'm pretty sure so thank you so much for uh, this wonderful rapid fire i it was definitely fun and thank you so much for sharing all uh, that this inspiring answers now before i let you go what is one advice or a take away message you would want to give to my uh, listeners so out of many i think one is very important that uh, the message i want to convey whichever dream you have please try mm-hmm. to find only one which can be materialized into reality and stick to that once you pursue that the road of success is definitely going to come somebody or somehow will guide you to reach that success so stick to your thought process which is realistic in nature and never give up until you reach your goal wow that is truly inspirational and thank you so much for such a motivative conversation Uh, I learned a lot, and I'm very sure everyone listening to this podcast will be truly, truly inspired, and will definitely try to make some extraordinary difference and try to chase their dreams like you did. Thank you once again for your time and sharing all your insights. It has been a pleasure. It's absolute my pleasure to interact with you, and definitely it is so privileged to. interact and convey uh, the life journey in a small time or small time frame and which is exciting actually i never felt that so many things happened and then we need to share with somebody or outside the world and thank you so much for bringing this topic truly my pleasure for all the listeners i will be adding binox website link in the description do check it out their software is amazing i did a demo myself and the way they have brought uh, the binocular vision and vision therapy in the software is worth exploring so do check it out and you can also connect with him either on linkedin or through email and he's been an amazing person to connect with and i'm sure he can be definitely a mentor for many so thank you once again for your time and it has been a pleasure thank you having me here and best wishes for everyone thank you.